Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. And for those who don't know me, I am Jeffrey Davis. I am the host of Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm also CEO of Mage LLC, management consulting firm, working with leadership uh, for the development uh, of their organizations and their leadership team. Also president and founder of the Family Business Association, as we see on my logos on my behind my back. I can't tell you how excited I get uh, to do these reports every week. Uh, Phil Sharkey, the Sharkey Report, Sheriff Sharkey's in the house, and we have an important topic in this economy to talk about. Phil, welcome back. Thank you, Jeff. It's great to see you again. Uh, it's the highlight of my week and my month when I get to uh, speak with you, and I want to go over a few things that I'm seeing today in the background screening world and uh, see if it, it jives with what your thoughts are, and, and uh, I want to talk about criminal records check and sort of uh, uh, the, the processes that I see are slipping a little bit with our, our employers, and it's so hard to gather people right now with the unemployment rules and coming off COVID, but you really still can't let your professional standards slide and your due diligence slide. It's going to come back to bite you big time. Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. So many times when I'm consulting over the years, uh, especially white collar People always assume with white collar professionals that you don't have, let's say like lawyers, accountants, uh, architects, that you don't have to check uh, their backgrounds, but a lot of them have run afoul and you want to know. It's true, Jeff. And those ones are, are more difficult to, to gather in the, the interview process and the resume process. Everyone seems so perfect and you can't you know, smell it or see it. And it's not like someone comes into the interview looking you know, like they're on drugs or are or, or drunk, you know, they're perfectly fine. And they look right at you, shake your hand and say, hi, nice to meet you. I'm lying to you. You know, I'm lying today. And if you check it out, if you pull things, you're going to find it. But people don't because they're just so enamored with the person. And they're usually very powerful individuals who are like, I don't want to offend them. Uh, so I'm going to back off and just take them at their word. I see 30% of the time that it's not working out for, for clients. So you can't do well. that. I, I think you're being generous when you say uh, they're powerful people. Yes, I think a lot of these people who are professional liars are quite dynamic. And that's the point. On the, other, on the other side, the recruiting a company at, across our whole region, we're desperate for anything with a pulse. And so if somebody walks in and gives us a good story, we're liable to bring us in. And I think that just can just, you know, it takes one rotten apple to destroy a whole organization. It can. Sometimes I have clients who have big clients like casinos locally, and they send us a lot of work. And of course, they're very important to us. And then I have a client only says one or two people a year. But you know what, Jeff, those are actually more important to us because that one or two, because they're a small organization, it's so vital and maybe a high ranking position for them. It's, it's, it's extremely important to do a thorough background check. And I always tell the clients, maintain your professionalism, be the best friend. You could be the people in the white hats and, and lovey-dovey. I'm the one that drops the hammer. You just tell them, oh, oh, Jeff, one more thing. I just, as you understand, I have to have a background check conducted. Part of our practice is here. We're still good. I'm still your best friend. They sign off. I do the background check. When, you know, uh, uh, charges come back about uh, internal theft and those type of things, that falls on me. Then you just sort of shrug and say, geez, those bad guys at the higher authority have this three-page record on you. And now we have a problem. I, I have a trust issue that I, I can't live with. You're still in good standing with them, and we're the ones that are your fact finders for you. Well, you don't even have to mention that you've done uh, that. What you found out, I think, because we're an economy that is an uh, an employee at will, and I think for legal reasons, it's just best to say you don't fit. It, it is. I always tell people that my 
service works best in the pre-employment arena. If you can get the background over to me, we're very quick, Jeff, two to three business days when you're in that initial process and our clients can simply move away and go, you know, we had people up for the position. Like you said, less is more. We've just gone in another direction. We're hiring someone else. I've had other clients get angry about it and say, no, I'm going to confront them and go like, and they throw the report down and you don't need to kick, kick a bee's nest. You don't need that aggravation. And I, I really counsel against them or sometimes they're further down the pike and they're, the person really believes they have the position and then we have to make the offer contingent on the background. I always tell people, you know, just let them go. Don't say anything. You don't want someone to say who said it. I need to know who said it. What's the slander? What happened? I want to defend myself. You just exactly. say you don't fit, you know, it, we're, you know, we're going in another direction or you don't fit what we're looking for. It's a perfect, perfect attack mode. It is because, you know, what a cornered person, it's like a, a tiger in the corner. Even when they know they got it, they're going to lash out at you. They're going to lash out at you. They're going to lash out at me. They're going to say it's not true. How dare you? I'm getting a lawyer. You don't need to get into that verbal back and forth. And again, unfortunately, many of the records I see are people you don't want to argue with. And people can get violent and angry. They're, These they're are really people can. who are used to defending themselves and they don't want it getting out about yes. their backgrounds. Like so, you said, they're very charming. They're very good. But when they're confronted, the whole thing changes. And many times with criminal records, I do see that perfect a person 95% of the time is perfectly great, cordial and everything. It's that when the button switches on them and they become quite scary uh, and because of what I see and because of who they really are and that comes out and you don't, you don't need that aggravation at all. Um, quickly, Jeff, the, the best searches we do, Massachusetts, everyone's heard of the Corey search. That's the statewide that stands for Criminal Offender Record Index. That's what everyone wants from Massachusetts. It is the best search you can do because it is the entire state. Uh, since the Deval Patrick was governor, you now have to become approved. So even if I do the background check for you or any client, they must become approved to receive Corey first. It's a very simple process. Once approved, they can choose us to be their vendor to do it, or they can actually do the searches on their own. But the state wants to get involved and make sure that they're approved and they're, they're a legitimate company. So uh, they added that stipulation a few years ago. Best search for Massachusetts. Well, let's go to the Pennywise Pound Foolish philosophy. What about companies that say, well, my HR department's going to do a background check or my accountant's going to, you know, going to do the background check? What do you think about that? I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 I feel the same way about consulting. People say to me, well, I, you know, I go I to school. It, it, it's like fingers on a chalkboard to me. It's like you're asking people to do something that's outside their level of professionalism. Of course, HR people are very good at interviewing and extracting information but we're the experts at it. They don't know the laws. They don't know that in California, you can't do a statewide check or in New Hampshire, you need to sign notarized release to do a statewide criminal check. They don't know that a county takes five to seven days in New Hampshire. Of course I should, it's my business. They're doing many things. I have a lot of clients that have a lot of balls juggling in the air. They're doing so many tasks, doing a thorough background check. It's not one more area they need to delve into. Uh, and we build those strong relationships. We become like a partner with most of our clients know them by first name. They feel they can call me up at any time. Phil, what does this mean? Rhode Island, he, he pled nolo contendery, which is what everyone does in Rhode Island. It means they're not entering a plea. They throw it at the judge to make the decision. Uh, so, so we can help them and counsel them. They don't need more uh, uh, balls in the ear to, to be juggling. And then also the same with companies they may use. A lot of these large screening companies, they do multiple tasks. They do payroll. They do HR consulting. They do recruiting. And oh, by the way, they also do screening. We just do background screening. I think if you focus on that, you'll, you'll be the best you can be in that field. So it works really well for our clients. Wow, very interesting. And do you have any hot tips for us today? I, I do. The, the one thing about a criminal check is I, I to tell people is, 
And I get this a lot. We do something called a verification of identity. It confirms their social. It confirms who they are. But for me as an investigator, it gives me address history. I can't tell you the amount of times I just had a, a local food chain uh, uh, use us. And they were like, we're all set. We're just doing the mass quarry. And the first three people I ran for them, I said, please let me do this trace report. It showed that the, all the applicants were in Massachusetts for six months or less. I'm like, you're, you're shooting your gun in the wrong area. Well, that's probably a bad example today. <laughs> I go, you're searching the wrong area. Two of them were from Rhode Island for 10 years, one from Connecticut. And Jeff, guess what? We did the criminal checks in those states. Two of the three had records. Most people that with records relocate, get away from those bad records. It's not me. It's that spouse of mine. That's why I beat everybody up. I had to get away from Connecticut, which is where I'm originally from. So to me, a, a good trace, a good address history is vital for, for doing a thorough check. And some people just, again, assume that the person's going to be honest. Guess what, Jeff? Most criminals aren't honest. I'm not going to tell you that they just moved here. What, what an interesting concept. Most criminals are not honest. Most, most are not honest. So, and again, these searches are, are not expensive. Uh, verification could cost you a $10 search and a criminal check is somewhere in the neighborhood of $50. So for $60, you have peace of mind. And again, 30 to 40% of the time, you'll find out that the person is someone who could be dangerous. And that great interview that just went so well, just don't get them angry because they have a whole different side to them that comes out uh, quite often. Some people may have told my wife before we got married that she should have done a background check on me. So. <laughs> I'm sure it would be crystal clear. It would be very clear for you. I do just have, I know you like to wrap up with the celebrity uh, bad person of, of the, the month. And this one is Richard Lee, L-I is the last name. He was the chairman of Pacific Century Cyberworks Unlimited. And he uh, was the big boss there. And he claimed he had graduated from Stanford University with a degree in computer engineering, which worked well for his field. Unfortunately, after years of being on the job and in, in, in marketing, uh, they actually found out that he left the school three years without graduating. He attended for three years only. And it hurt them quite a bit on their marketing and their integrity. So again, as we mentioned, sometimes it's not always a lower level person. It could be someone very high up in the, the food chain. And it uh, doesn't mean that they're not dishonest. Well, I mean, I think every time I don't even read resumes anymore because, you know, between the professional resume writers and the coaches who coach them how to interview, every time I have an interview with someone, they go, no one's ever asked me questions like this before. I go, right. Yeah. Yes. And we always like, I said, please give me a job application. So many people don't. And to me, a resume is just a, like a fireworks display. It's like, I, I want an application. I, I want exact information and not the boast, but it's harder. So many people just want to work off a resume today, but you're, you're right. They're usually uh, quite a bit of fabrication on those. Okay. Well, Phil, uh, I know I'm always interested in your services. It's critical to good organizational consistency, culture, and recruiting. Uh, I know Mark Z feels the same way as well. Uh, and John Friedman does as well, who's all associated with the show and Mark Furman, we all agree. But if other people who want to know you and talk to you wanted to find out about you, how would they do that? The website, Jeff, is hireauth.com. That's H-I-R-E-A-U-T-H.com. There's a link on there, uh, right to email me or someone on the staff. And also sort of old-fashioned way, you can still call the number. You actually get a human being answering the phone. You don't have to punch letters in or anything like that. Get a person, a customer service is, is very important for us, as well as ease of service. And our number here is 508-230-5901. One last question. Yes, do sir. people ever ask you to do background checks on vendors? 
They do. They do. It comes up quite a bit as well as business. Like home contractors. Exactly. Business to business relationships. A lot of our clients, the the upper end, we end up doing nannies and and babysitter uh, background checks for them. And a lot of professional B2B where uh, uh, one business is getting uh, sort of in bed with the other business. And uh, it's quite uh, necessary as well. Just like an individual can lie, usually a vendor management is made up of individuals. So uh, yeah, we, we get quite a bit of that work as well. Great. Well, Phil, I want to thank you for being on the show. I look forward to talking to you again next week. This is great. This is Radio Entrepreneurs.